0: All right, folks, welcome to another GD podcast. We have a great sponsor that doesn't need any introduction, but we're going to anyways. It is Mr. and Mrs. Truitt Foundation Stocks. This is your guys' fifth year of supporting the AG Cup? Yes. Yep, correct. So all five years from Blakely to now Clinton House to K&M, you guys have been here for it all. And if I'm not mistaken, is this the first year you haven't had the kids with you?
1: The first year, actually, went without the kids okay, as well.
0: First year, you didn't have a kid. Drove the up in year. old
1: blue all the way to Georgia.
0: <laughs> um, so, let's do a little recap. One, you guys have sponsored all five years. Um, you've been here and supported the match, helping wherever help has been needed between food and. You know, stage stuff and keeping not only your sponsored or your team shooters, you know, what they need, but also helping other people out when things when things needed. I know, John, you've been on glass, um, you know, backing up on year two when when we did it in that style. Um, You guys go to a ton of matches. Um, What makes this match special for y'all?
2: Well, I think for one, it's, um, you know, Tom Fuller, when he came to us five years ago and asked us to be a part of it, um, just because of uh, who Tom is and our relationship with him, we wanted to be, you know, support anything that he was doing. Um, secondarily, the match and the way that's put on, uh, the way that it was initially started, um, you know, the first year is invitation only. Uh, it was a really neat concept and then it, it grew from there to being part um, it being part of the PRS as well and so it's a unique match it's a match where um, it's it's definitely a different feel I mean I've remarked you know this before that the match here is a different feel than any other match in the sense of for one it's a lot smaller group right right um, you have a more intimate setting and it's something that we both really enjoyed um together um you know and we enjoy people and we love people so the time we get to spend with these guys and gals um and then and then being able to do so in even a more intimate setting and and a different setting than our normal matches which we do like you mentioned we go to a lot of them um it's just something neat to us and we want to continue to support those um that not only you know run our stuff but just in general you know we, we love the sport we love the people and so we want to any way that we can um you know be supportive of it you know we want to be
1: Um, I just like it because, uh, well, first it was neat that it was an invitation only. So as somebody, um, correct me if I'm wrong, they had to have won a a two-day national match to even be invited um, on the first AG Cup. So that was super awesome, and being able to um, have those representing us, uh, it was just such a neat thing to be a part of and support, and Tom did a great job at executing that. Um, And then since then it's just been a neat thing for us um, to continue to – you know, both support the sport, but support our guys and, and obviously cheer up the other people on who we have such great relationships with in this sport, whether they run our product or not. So it's just been a neat thing. And then I do love the low key of this match. Everything's real chill and um, you just get to hang out with people so much easier at this match versus some matches. Depending on how the layout is, you may not know until the awards that someone was even there. Exactly. So If you I, didn't
0: see them during train-up day, yeah, you may not see them until yeah. awards.
1: And so there's matches that I'm not getting to you know, make those contacts with people versus this one I can. And I just really just love the hangout time at this one as well.
0: So Foundation Stocks has been represented at the podium all five years now. Uh, and I'm going to go through it. Justin Watts took third place the first year. Um, year two, it was Austin Orgain as first place winner and Tate Struder as third. The third year, we had Austin Bushman in second and Jason Green in third. Uh, the fourth year, we had Jason Green in second. And then year sh- this year, the fifth, in- the fifth in- installment of the AG Cup, we had Clay Blackheader, um, not only the winner of the two day match portion of it to get to day three, but also the third, uh, the second place winner finisher for the match so that's seven shooters have placed in the top three in the last five years including a first place finish so what is that one it probably feels amazing that people are winning with your with your product but what what internally
2: does that feel like for you guys I mean, it's one of those deals where and we recognize this, um, you know, anytime that I talk with a customer or just anybody in the sport, th- there's a ton of great options, right? There's a ton of great options on actions, on scopes, on chassis and stocks. And so, you know, first and foremost, we recognize that it takes an incredible amount of talent and ability to compete um, competitively at the level of which these guys are competing. And so we don't want to take anything away from that. That these guys that are winning, these guys that are that are competing at this top level, they're extremely talented and dedicated. You know, I think a lot of times people don't see the amount of work it goes into being um, a top-level shooter because it's not something that they just necessarily. They, they may have a natural aptitude for it, but that can only take you so far and then, and then the work comes along. And so, um, you know, for us to see the guys uh, doing so with our products, for one, it's affirming, right? You know, we right. want to put put um, the best possible product we can out there. Um, we, we, you know, as far as a company and our philosophy on our, our shooters and stuff, you know, these guys are guys that are purchasing their stocks. Um, we don't, you know, we have guys that run, you know, that you say foundation shooters. But we don't necessarily have a team. We have no paid team members. We have no, um, you know, we have nobody that we just send stocks to. And so these right. guys are truly choosing to run our stocks because they believe that um, our stock for them is the best option. And so, so that's for us. Um, it, it, it means it means a lot. And it's super so that's encouraging. yeah. And so that's you know, I, I guess at the end of the day. Um, You know, seeing it's affirming to us in what we're doing day to day in the shop. You know, building, building, you know, the best quality products we can. Um, And then it's also just such a blessing that these these top guys, you know, see the benefit in them and choose to run them. And then um, you know, they they end up on the podium with them. So yeah,
1: it's it's humbling, and we're just super grateful to get to be a part of the bigger picture. Because like John Carl said, they're all extremely talented people, and there's awesome product out there. But just to see. I don't know. I'm like a, I don't know, like a mother hen. I just get so excited and I like want to cheer them on the whole time and take pictures of them and. They tell me, call me the squad mom, and that if I'm not at the match, they don't get any pictures of themselves because <laughs> I'm always out there taking pictures. You're so like just, a little
0: ninja getting yeah. in between it. I mean, there was more tripods and cameras on the line today than yes ever, and it just seemed Somehow like you were.
1: Somehow sneak in there, getting
0: in there and getting pictures.
1: I just I'm super we I'm super grateful for the relationship we have and the blessing that these people are to our family. And like you said, we have our kids at everything all the time, and that's what's so so neat. People think that you're at a shooting match, you shouldn't be able to have five kids running around like free range chickens, but we do. And, um, I love it. It's the most welcoming group of people ever. And we're just grateful for the ones that have been so successful. And it's been, it's been neat to be a part of it.
0: Okay. Um, what are your feelings, uh, with this being the final year of the AG cup series? Yeah, I think it's Uh, like the series and the PRS, whether it continues or or somebody else takes it over
2: yeah I mean that's that's in general right there's a time for things to time for things to be born and time for things to die and, and you know if this is this is it if this is it for the series um, you know I think it was a it was a great match to 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 wrap it up you know hopefully somebody can take the helm and and continue it in the spirit of which it was started I think it's it's good for the sports good for these guys that want to um, you know, put a little more on the line throughout the year, and then, it, and then when it comes down to it, come compete against um, again another opportunity to compete against some of the best shooters in the world. And so, it's one of those things that I don't necessarily feel if if this were to be the last year that that it was um, held, and yes, you know, necessarily sad about it. I think that's one thing that. A lot of times, uh, you know, things are easy—not e- not necessarily easy—but there's excitement and there's newness of things when you start them, and then the continuation of something is can be difficult. Right. And so, it's hard. Of uh, you know, having a you know finality to something and putting it down with grace, um, you know, is 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 hard to do. And so, um, I think Tom's done a really good job with it every year, um, and then those that have supported him, you know, in it. And so I think if this, like I was saying, if this is the last year of it, then then it's, a, it's a, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just okay. things have to start and things have to end, and, and that's that's all right.
1: I think, to, second what John Kyle said, I, I think Tom's done a wonderful job, but I can't even imagine trying to gather up enough support to have to fund this monstrosity. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's a lot of money, and so I think that... Um, if somebody else does it, I think it'll be awesome, and I'm super excited to see and how we can be of assistance in that in the industry. But I also I, I've loved to be a part of this because even even if we still do do another version of this in the future, it's going to be different because right. it's going to be done by someone else. And um, but I'm we're just happy to, to be a part of this with Tom and and that he's wanted us to you know share in this, each share career. in the journey. Yeah.
0: So a tough question that I've asked some people is, you guys go to a lot of matches, like you said. Do you feel that the AG Cup Series, inside of normal two-day matches in the PRS, do do you feel that the AG Cup Series took away from anything during a normal two-day match? Because you've got the match winner, but then you've got an AG Cup winner, and you're giving away money. But there's a match winner, but then there's an... Like, Did you see any...
2: Yeah, so anything I, in that? Yeah, you know, we, we both go to matches. I shoot in. In, in the ones we go to, Amy's Crowling Kids most of the time, and so as a competitor looking at it, I, it really didn't it, to me detract from anything, so the guys went you know, the way the AG Cup Series works you know, you put in an, an extra chunk at the beginning right. the in the AG Cup Series, and then every match is an additional fee right? Yep. and then that money goes in the pot that's distributed out, so sometimes that means that the winner of the match is not the AG Cup winner right? Correct. because the winner may be someone who's not participating in the AG Cup Series Correct. Um, but as far as the you know, the feelings or emotions or whatever. As a competitor, um, you know, then today the at the at the award ceremony, seeing that take place, I I didn't think it detracted from anything. And again, it's just one of those things where if you want to put a little more skin in the game, um, you know, go for it. And the thing that you see too is it's not necessarily even just your very top guys. who are wanting to put some more skin in the game. Um, it's some of the guys that you know that maybe middle pack shooters that say, hey, I you know, whether it is something that they feel super competitive in or maybe it's something they feel will drive them a little harder um, to be more competitive. Um, I think it's I think it's a good thing I didn't see it because I've been a part of the organization before this, right? And, mm-hmm. and during this, so I've seen it both ways and I didn't see that it detracted from um, okay. the spirit of sport in here, the PRS. Okay. If that if that's the intent of the question. Yeah.
1: I agree too. I I've never felt like so say say the person who won the match wasn't an A G Cup competitor. I never felt like they didn't get their um recognition, recognition yeah. that they should have received from winning the match I, i've never felt that i'm and i not I obviously have not won a two day match, so I <laughs> don't know what that feels like. But
0: But who's if you did shoot a two day match, who's gonna watch the kids?
1: John Kyle, he's gonna be babysitter dad over there. Just
2: wait <laughs> for the oldest to get old enough. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I said it's a lot easier for me to win a top lady trophy. I mean
2: that
0: that is true. Unless
1: there's some of those awesome teenagers out there. They just need to oh, stay man. at home.
0: Oh man. Um so Two, quest- two last questions. What did the AG Cup do right?
2: What did they do right? Like, As far as the five years or yeah. this
0: AG Cup? The five years. What did they it, do
2: right? I think it goes back to my comment on the last one that gave another opportunity for those who want to put a little more skin in the game. Okay. To up the ante. And then also, you know, the amount of money that is won, right? We're talking $30,000 for first. Um, I think $10,000 per second. I'm, I'd have to look. It's a bunch of numbers. So, yeah. So, I mean, a, lot it, of money. It, a lot of honestly, money. Honestly, it's, it's, a, it's a number that while not necessarily life-changing, I guess right. for some of these guys um, – well, for anybody, it's a significant number. And you've got a very expensive sport um, yes. that is, in, in most cases, self-funded. You know, most of these guys are shooting, um, you know, by means of their own pocketbooks, right? Yep. And so if they want to, um, again, put some more skin in the game and go, go for go for a big home run, um, you know, more power to them. So I think they've done well, to answer your question, what have they done well? They've done well in providing an avenue Um, that raises the stakes and gives uh, competitive shooters another area to, um, you know, another goal to hit. Okay. Yeah.
1: I also think it's good that even people who aren't necessarily going with the intention of winning, you have some people, they're they're all about the stage wins. And so, I mean, it's giving multiple opportunities for people to get um, some extra money. And I just think it's just a little, a different level of, competitive nature for all of these guys and it's just um the camaraderie with everybody is so fun to hear them banter with each other and stuff like that it's i think it's neat i think they've done a great job
2: well and and i'd also say real quick too on that you know one of the original intents of the AG cup was to make what we do as a sport a little more mainstream right Right. so that's the reason for shooting sports usa and, and some of the some of the um push to have it publicized right and i will say just from our own experience um, that has been successful, at least at some level, because we,
1: people I, from our I, church saw it, yeah, we'll,
2: we'll see something on, on, um, on TV on it. You know, they'll do replays on it and such and be like, Hey, we saw your logo or we saw, saw you guys on, on TV the other night or whatever the case may be. And, um, so that in and of itself is a testament that, yeah,
1: people who are outside of the industry are seeing things that we're doing
2: right that right. wouldn't
1: have saw it otherwise. So right. I think
2: they've, they've done a good job <laughs> yeah. of that.
1: Yeah, having John Stockton and their crew, I think
2: absolutely.
0: Is a
1: big big deal for us too as well.
0: And, and and last question so we can go get some food. Favorite memory
2: from AG Cup. I've got mine, but you can go first.
1: I was going to say something funny, but I was going to say mine my- kids
2: in the nude, you know, playing in the mud. So I mean, that actually that, was my mine as well. So the first <laughs> solid definitely. So the first year, no, was, year was the second year. Second year. Our kids oh, gonna, it was it second year? Second held was super cold. It was that's cold
1: right. and our kids were well, in the mud.
2: They are in the mud and there was there was rain at the bottom of the hill so that so at arena you have big our berms arms. that you're shooting off of, not just shooting into, right? And so at the bottom of that you'd have a lot of water collecting. And so the kids had been playing in the mud and particularly Mark. Yes and so Mark was how old was he then three
1: three it was, and Jet Streeter was there too
2: yeah, yeah. so they um, I actually just looked at these pictures the other night so anyway they were playing in the mud um, at one point we put Mark down for a nap next mud, mud covered man. wrapped up in a blue blanket next to the MDT van. you know just, just with a pacifier in his mouth and remember that picture um, and then at the end of the day As the scores were coming out, I literally had a fireman carried over my shoulder because he was passed out, tired. So, you know that that sticks in my mind, and that goes back to what Amy and I were talking about about you know the match being being um, you know special in the in the sense of how it brings a smaller community together. Um, And so, yeah, that'd be my favorite memory.
1: I have a set. This all ties together because it's all the same year. It was so epic when um, Austin Orgain won the year that he won because he won by quite a bit. And uh, I remember like he only had to make like two or something on his last stage. And so everybody was like super excited. Like it was just I think even before his last shots were fired, we're cheering and stuff because it was just a and obviously for us, you know, being.
2: it was great to see him win. But, yeah, the camaraderie between these guys, because just like. Just like we saw an hour ago, right? right. So, as a as a day ended, um, Andy Slade was the evident winner, right? He right. had to hit, uh, oh, I think it was six or seven shots on this last stage of twelve in order to clinch it. Nobody could catch him, right? And then following that, you had Clay Blacketter, uh, shooting a very difficult stage, um, and he needed at least a nine mm-hmm. um, to tie for second, right? And then if he got a ten he would go he ahead and would get the second it, yeah. second yeah. place spot. And so you've got all these guys around to include the two guys that are right there with him that depending on how he shoots, depends how they play. So they're right mm-hmm. next to me. And the, the sentiment was not that I hope he misses. The sentiment right. was, I hope he hits. Right. And yep. that's a, that's, that's the same um, across the board. And then when he did, he had, he had a phenomenal run. Um, I think he had his hit 10 to clinch. Um, and 11, out the 11, 11 out of 12. 11 out of 12. Right. Yeah. Which are, that may have been the top score on that stage for the day. Um, you know, with with the significant amount of pressure, everybody was happy for him. You know, yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy who he booted when he did that, went up and shook his hand right away. You yep. know, and that and that as as a whole is is pretty. Um, that's epic.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's epic. to see yeah. Keith
1: respond to play that way and yep. be yep. proud and sincerely proud and happy for each other. I right? yeah. says what the quality of people that are in this sport and how they care
2: yep.
0: about We're, each other. Yep, and I, and I would. And I would say the kids playing in the mud puddle. Yep. The shoot-off. Yep. Oh, that
1: was epic. And are you talking about the which which one? Well, what, There's been more than one.
0: The, the shoot-off, um, it was, t- with, it was raining. With all three of them. The sh- oh, the three-way, the three-way one, tie yes. for first. Yeah, That's
2: right. Oh, yes.
0: With, that was Yeah, with Jason, heckler. Green. That was
1: heckler. Green yeah, and, yeah, yes. Yeah, the first the year at KM. Yeah, third yeah. year. Yeah. Right. And Austin Bushman.
0: And Austin Bushman. Yes, right. Those three. And then, um,
1: Oh, that was epic. I remember I'd say
0: last year when Ben cleaned. Oh, yeah, that was. (laughs) Like, it's hard to pick a top out of those ones, right? Because it's just, those are the memories we're going to look back on and be like,
1: holy cow. I also remember the first year is pouring down rain like a monsoon and they were up on top of the tower and, uh, And Justin was up there. Watts didn't know what was going on. He, we all knew that he was about to have to have a shoot off uh, uh, against Bradley Allen. Mm -hmm. And he was like coming down these stairs, and and all we're all like excited. He's like, "What are y'all looking at me for?" (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, it's just so. It's just a neat, neat community. Mm
0: Yep, sweet. Well, I'd like to say thank you guys for coming on and and talking to me. But thank you guys for being a sponsor all five years. You guys are at every match. Anything, anytime I ask you guys to talk, you guys talk to me. So yeah, I greatly you. appreciate you it. Bet, I bro. mean,
1: I feel special now that I got to be on this, you know, be it that John Winston. You know, he's had a I mean, couple of mean, he's, he's this kind of, kind of, kind of, of a big he's deal. He's a repeat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's a repeat. Um, and like I said, if I'm if I'm here in the country when you guys have your match, I'm, I'll be there. We would love to have you. Sounds like a plan, man. Yeah, awesome. Thank, thank you guys. Thank you, guy, for, for all that you do. Yes, ma'am. All right, folks, here we are, another GD podcast, 2023 AG Cup, and I am sitting here with Clay Blacketter, the two-day AG Cup champ, and we're going to get into it. So tell us who you are, where you're from. And what your setup is.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on here. i Clay Blacketer. I'm from uh, Oklahoma. Right now I live in Oklahoma City. And uh, I'm shooting a 6.5 Creedmoor with 153 grain A-tips. Okay. Um, at a scorching 26.45-ish. <laughs> and uh, um, just trying to send lead in the general vicinity of targets right now.
0: Fantastic. Uh, what's your stock?
3: I'm running a foundation stock. Uh, on top I've got a tangent theta 525 with a JTAC reticle. Uh, Ace muzzle break, um, barline barrel, Trigger Tech trigger, and Hawkins mount and bottom metal.
0: Okay, and is it what's the action?
3: Impact. 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 Yeah. So
0: it, it is a true Okie special. Absolutely. Um, and you said you're out of Oklahoma City at the moment, and you also happen to have a little a little business that you you've been currently running, and that is
3: uh, Clay's Partners Company. Uh, I do. I've loaded several of the ammo for several of the guys that are here this okay. weekend. Um, but uh, do load development for guys. People send me rifles all the time. I do load okay. development for them, um, and they can get no rounds or as many rounds as they want. Um, but the recipe is part of the service. So sometimes people just want to know what the recipe is for the rifle, and then they want to do it on their own. Some people want thousands of rounds to go with it, um, and then I've got my you know quote factory options. You know okay. the, the GT being the number one seller by a long way. Um, really. Yeah, so many guys are shooting six GT. It's just kind of an easy button. You don't have to, you know, get a BR mag or anything like that. It's right. the same mag they've probably been using for years. Um,
0: yeah, it's the same mag as a six a three oh eight. Yeah, so anything.
3: It, it's a lot less for people to get into. So okay. and especially with like you know the PPR and things like that, there's just some really okay. good options for people to jump in and get going.
0: So if I send you my rifle, can I tell you what components I want to use, or are you just going to kind of? figure out what's best for that for that setup uh
3: yes and no it kind of depends on what you're doing okay if, uh, if you're just shooting match and you're like man i really want to shoot a 105 hybrid or i really want to shoot you know the 109 ELDM. then okay. like okay like we'll you know we'll start with that but if if we get into your gun and it's you know shooting three quarter inches three quarter inch at 100 yards like i'm gonna be like hey man like we need to do something different because that's not what you're paying for right um if somebody's going hunting i'm going to find out what they're going hunting for are they going to you know africa or are they just going to shoot white tail they're going to go to you know try and kill an elk or a moose something like that and then we'll just kind of talk through like what our options are but i don't like to nail it down to it's definitely this because then you can really hit your head against a wall because some guns just don't like a certain bullet for whatever Whatever. reason yeah i don't think anybody knows why um so i just like to get what we're trying to accomplish what your price range is and Mm -hmm. and go from there
0: Okay. And they can find information about your reloading company at clayscartridgecompany.com? That is correct. Okay. And then you also have, I know you got an Instagram.
3: I do. I'm not the most consistent poster. <laughs> I, 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 I truly like hate social media. Um, I try to avoid it at all costs. I'm trying to, I mean, this weekend I've hosted twice and I don't think I've posted twice in the past eight months. Fair um, enough. So fair enough. Um, it is definitely not my preferred method, but it is out there.
0: Well, we can say that your ammo is consistent, and then it does put you on the podium.
3: Sometimes. Sometimes I, I can... I mean... You know, sometimes the nut behind the bolt doesn't get it done, but uh, <laughs> the ammo is really not good, probably going to be the problem.
0: But the ammo is... It's there. Yeah. It's it's winning worthy. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of that, you are the two-day winner at the AG Cup. You took first to um, over the two-day match and now you're qualified sitting in first place going into tomorrow. Now, tomorrow is a whole new match. For those that don't know, we shot um, 20 stages over the last two days on the same firing line um, to figure out the top 10, and then they do the five redemptions going into tomorrow, and then it's a brand-new one-day match, 10 stages, one two three four ish different kind of shooting locations more of a field style match not a lot of berms so it's going to be it's going to be interesting but what was what was your strategy coming into the, to this match uh,
3: just kind of to try and relax and have fun um for whatever reason uh, i have not performed very well at ag cups in the past okay. uh, um, even at venues that i've done well at before i just for whatever reason couldn't get everything to line up the way i wanted to and so I'm just trying to relax, have fun with it and see where, where things line up. And so far it's kind of gone my way.
0: There you go. How many AG cups is this for you?
3: This is number five. All so five, all so five. you've
0: been at all five. Yeah. Have you been on the podium I- any of the other five um, or other four per se
3: not when they're handing out the cups no not when they're handing out um, cups okay I-, I want one of those dang cups i mean <laughs> it seems everybody from oklahoma's got one of those things i just want a I cup i
0: mean even justin has one
3: justin's got one yeah he does you know <laughs> um, every time i see one i think back to that jtag video that we made um and uh, everybody's got a cup at me
0: but you correct me if I'm wrong, you do have a golden bullet. I,
3: I do have one of those, yeah. You do have a golden yeah. bullet. Yeah,
0: I mean, so now now you just need the other yeah. item to go with it, right? Um, so this is your fifth one. So was there anything that you did to kind of prep for this match different than any other? Because this is different than any other match that's out there. It's a three-day match, not a two-day match. Mm-hmm. Did you do anything different prepping for this match than you would any other match uh
3: i didn't actually really do much so i was i chased it way too hard this year i, I struggled i didn't perform for a million different reasons but you know mainly like i just didn't perform this year and i shot too many matches and kind of burnt myself out and so after the finale which i also did not perform at um i just didn't shoot at all like i just just put the gun up and didn't worry about it and then uh, on wednesday Tuesday? Because, yeah, Tuesday, because I flew out Wednesday, I took uh, my BRA and the 6.5 that I had ammo already loaded for, um, that I thought about shooting at the finale, took them both out to the range, and uh, my cold board on my BRA was, like, 35 feet per second slow. I was like, no big deal. The next five went to the same spot as 6.50. I was like, okay, that's that's perfect, and then I, you know, took a phone call, came back in 10 minutes, and I shoot, you know, five more. The first shot was 35 feet per second slow, and it wasn't just, like, over a chronograph. Like, it was showing up on range. paper. and I was like, that's strange and so then I you know waited just a couple of minutes this time and I did the same thing same thing it first shot went way low and uh at 650 it was two full tenths low I went to a thousand it was almost half a mil low and I sat there for a little bit I was like man it's shooting so good with everything but the cold board but the cold board is like resetting so quickly I was like that doesn't make sense to me so I thought about for for a few minutes about getting my dope with the velocity that it takes on <laughs> on the cold bore, and then having different dope for every shot. Other than that, and that would work every time until it didn't, because you know at some point that's not, gonna, it's not it's, gonna, it's not going to happen. happen. I'm going to sky a target. I'm not going to see anything, <laughs> and it would just would have been a disaster waiting to happen. I grabbed my six first um, first five shots. The extreme spread was like 0.9. and um, and then I waited fifteen minutes. Did it again. The velocity was the same on everything. I was like, I'm just gonna take the six five. Just it's, gonna take the six, I Didn't think it was gonna be a six five kind of match, but you got to take what's working,
0: right? And you shot a six five last year as well, correct? I did, yeah. Is there any reason that you're shooting six five? Is it so? What one the gunshot? But is there a reason that you tend to lean six five? Is it because it's a bigger bullet? It shows up better downrange. Like, um, did you like you can get other calibers to shoot as well which are which are going to have less recoil
3: but is it just the effects downrange? um i mean it all just kind of started as like a last ditch effort so okay um me and austin fought with a lot of stuff last year and we could not get it figured out couldn't get it figured out and the only thing that i could you know justify to myself was I was like I need to try something brand new eliminate every variable to make sure like I'm starting from scratch and so I put a barrel on me and Austin threw a load together and then went to Hornady um and I ended up winning Hornady right. and then that's the next,
0: a, I, I haven't been there but I've heard that's a tough match
3: it, it is it's and it's a lot of fun um it's one of those matches where you walk away with a six it's not a big deal like everybody's going to get some of those and those are the matches that I really like where it's okay to miss um gives you some room to come back. And, you know, you really feel great about the, you know, the eights, nines and tens. And, um, and then I won the match after that. And then I tied for the win the one after that. And I was like, Oh, this just kind of works. Um, and, uh, and then I started with a six, five this year and then it wasn't the six, five's fault. I just started having some problems. I was like, okay, I need to go back and do something different. Just wanted to, you know, something different. Um, but I think that it does tend to hold up better at, at long range. Uh, it just doesn't get bullied as much by the wind. But um, at the end of the day, you know Morgan's done it for years. But you know more matches get won with a dasher than than anything else. Right. Um, but Morgan probably wins at a higher rate than everybody. But I think he would do that with a 22 if you had right. it to him. He's just very very good. So um, I think it does better, you know, at distance. But I think it's six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. At the end of the day. Okay.
0: And what did, shooting all five and seeing all the different courses of fire, this is the third location, first two at Arena, next two at k now we're here at Clinton House in South Carolina. Um, comparatively, what is, what is the vibe? Is it more first-year AG Cup flow? Is it more, you know, standard and, like, not necessarily regimented being the right word cuz nothing's really regimented in the AG Cup but like what's the vi- what's the vibe been is it kind of feel like the original days of the AG Cup like
3: i don't think that anything will ever feel like the first AG Cup cuz we were scared to even talk to each other like we were i mean
0: that's very true
3: we were intense and then you'd get your name called and you'd go up and you'd shoot and you wouldn't have any idea what you're, I mean, you've got to see the prop beforehand in your two minutes, but then you didn't see it again. You didn't know how people were doing, had no idea what anyone's score was. There was no live scoring, not even something to like, you know, you couldn't ask what somebody did. Like, so you were just blind. Right. And then when you got finished, you went to a different tent and you were just like, they were so strict about like, didn't want any information being shared. So like, we were scared to even be like, Hey man, like, how you have it? You know, yeah, like well, how's home life? And so we just didn't talk. Uh, which was so strange because matches are normally so chatty. Yes. And the, you know, to me, AG Cups now feel more like a like the home run derby or the NBA right. Skills Competition. It's just kind of an exhibition, just for fun, really. And you know, like me and Ben and you know this this weekend, John Pants. Like we just talk trash to each other all weekend long. Like right. you clean the stage, you're getting made fun of. You don't clean the stage, you're still getting made fun of. Exactly. Um, and it's just a very fun vibe with something like this. It doesn't feel like it has like the pressure of, for whatever reason of like a standard two-day PRS match. I right. don't have all the reasons why, but that's just kind of how it feels. Okay. Um,
0: what did you think of the 20-stage courseifier? Um, I talked to some, some folks yesterday and I actually talked whenever this comes out in relation to that, but I talked to the past three champions. Jake's not here, so I couldn't talk to him, but talked to them and they kind of said the same thing as the first ag cup was everybody was segregated and it was real weird but um i asked them about the course of fire and they kind of had some thoughts about it so i want to ask you what are your thoughts of the course of fire we had some hard stages some separators we had i wouldn't say easy stages but we had some stages that may required a little bit less but you can try and go fast and get this get the stage win
3: right yeah. and i did that on a couple of those where i was like i just don't think that i can miss this and if i do i'm gonna slow down and i'll, I'll get my you know try and just keep it to that one and so I, I went for a couple like that but there were some that if you weren't on top of your game have everything perfect you were gonna burn some you know right. some holes in the dirt. um and i definitely like the the more difficult stages um, i think those are a lot more fun for me i i feel a lot better when i get a, you know, seven, eight, nine, 10, whatever it is that I worked for rather than, you know, being the guy that didn't clean one. Um, yeah so I, I like the hard ones a whole lot more. I'm hoping that there's, even if I get my butt kicked tomorrow, I'd rather it be a lot of hard ones tomorrow.
0: I'm not giving anything away, but I know what tomorrow is. And I think everybody is going to have their work cut out for them.
3: Good. That'll be fun.
0: Um, with greg bell being the assistant act director and looking at some stuff on thursday when y'all got here and saying this is what the weather is supposed to be best shooters in the world you could probably shrink that by two inches and get away with it so i think tomorrow you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised i think you're going to get get some of the stuff that you want
3: yeah hearing tom talk about it you know more of a field style i like more field style matches but um, they can also be really punishing. You know, yes. Here if you missed a shot most of the time you could see where your bullet went and make a correction, but if you don't see anything it's gonna it can get real squirrely real fast.
0: Correct. So. Um, this morning we had some dense fog. Um, we were, our first stage that we RO'd was out at nine twenty seven or, or eight twenty seven or something like that. The um, eight seventy two. Eight seventy two the the Hellfire truck. That was if that was tough for some people to spot some some uh some impacts on like if you missed the center target which was the larger ipsic mm-hmm. and it went into the door you're not going to see anything no. off of the do- uh, door door the suburban like yeah.
3: and if you missed the wrong side on the first one You know, it could either tuck behind the target because that would have been from the wind side and you wouldn't see anything. If you missed off the other side, you might hit the car and not see anything. So, like, either one of those two, like, if you missed them, it could get real bad in a hurry. And, you know, you saw guys that went one, two, three from the first position, go to the next one, miss, miss, miss. And you're like, what just happened? Yes. And then they go to the next one, hit, hit, hit.
0: Or miss, miss, miss off the first and then go and then work it from there and pull a
3: nine. It, It was very interesting how people, like, either so a lot of people would run it and then some people would sit there and mi- not miss one but two or three in a row. It seemed very repeatable. If you cleaned it, you cleaned it and if you didn't, you're missing at least three.
0: Right. It ended up hurting. Um, with We were on one firing line these two days going to different locations tomorrow that you guys you guys know it's at least one two of the stages are on the 1000 yard. Mm-hmm. You guys already know that. Tom's already talked about it knowing and remembering and seeing that field but not having any idea, does that does that worry you? Do you have thoughts about it? Cause normally if you go to you've said you've been to Hornady, you've been to, you know, Oklahoma, you know what that environment's like. Not knowing what the environment is going to be tomorrow or the area or anything like that, does that have any does that play into any type of strategy that you have?
3: I don't think so. Uh, I like going to new places. I just think it's fun. Like, I went to Pennsylvania. I'd never been there before in Shotkin and Matt Steiner's match. Yep. Uh, super fun, enjoyable match. Never been there. It's very, very cool. Um, and that's typically what I like the best is going to places that I haven't seen before. There's always matches that I'm going to go to that I just like, you know, like Cornerty. But um, I like seeing new stuff. I don't think it's. I think everybody's going to do. You know what they're going to do, we got to shoot, got to check dope on the thousand yard range, but there right. are only like three targets out there. So it's obviously going to be very different than what we've right. seen. So I think it'll be fun because my understanding is that nobody has seen like nobody's ranges before. So I think that'll be really, really fun.
0: Even the people that are members here haven't seen these really? ranges before. Yes. That's cool. So Matt Sprouse, who I was ROing with all weekend, he's like, I've never even been over. I was like, Hey, I got to go hang banner. Cause when you guys were shooting nine and 10 today, I pulled all the banners down took the banners that I needed and then went and put banners up for wow. tomorrow. And he's like, I've never been over here. That's cool. I was like, you've never been over here. He's like, it must be a lot,
3: a lot bigger property than we like realized 2,600 acres. Oh
0: yeah. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty sizable. Very large. Um, when Tom said like parking is limiting, parking is limited. Like if you guys can carpool, please do. Cause there ain't a whole lot of space anywhere, uh, anywhere for people to park tomorrow. Um, so I got some, I got some canned questions that I'm kind of asking people and seeing how you've been at all five AG cups, you're a perfect candidate for some of these questions. So, um, what are your feelings of this being the final year of the AG cup series?
3: Um, I'm kind of torn. Uh, I I really enjoy tough matches. They are my favorite ones. Um, even if I don't get points, even if I get my butt kicked, I just enjoy that more. Um, and you know, Ken and I um, had been tied at four uh, AG Cup qualifier match wins. Uh-huh. Like we had been tied at, at four at the most. And I think Morgan had four as well. And uh, when I went to Pennsylvania this year, I said, "Ken, you know, if I if I do pass you, like I want it to be a true match." And it turned out that that's what happened. <laughs> and uh, then he went to Georgia. I was like, "Man, you need to tie it back up. You need to take this one, then we can have ten between right. the two of us." And. Um, he didn't end up you know, getting that one. Um, so that part is cool that I'm gonna have more of those than anybody else has. And so it's kind of a bittersweet thing. It's cool to have right. it, but I would much rather somebody else have it and then keep going.
0: Right. Um, so a little more of a tougher question. Did the AG Cup series seem to take away from regular two-day PRS matches?
3: I don't think it took away from it. I think it added something to it. Okay, you know it, to me it gave you something else to strive for um like you know they got all the qualifications for you know amateur marksman semi-pro you know pro like that's something that like all those guys that are in those categories are are going for like they can get a trophy each one and i feel like that was something else for you know the more competitive shooters to go for was you know can i get an ag win you know right I, i thought it added something to it but unfortunately it seems to be going away
0: okay um what's your best memory uh from an AG Cup match Like Here at the AG Cup What's your best What's your best memory From an AG Cup
3: um, I'm gonna Cheat And I'm gonna pick two Okay um, The first one You know Austin and And I are really good friends um, And uh, You know I'm gonna pick three I lied um, <laughs> Whenever we all knew That Austin had hit enough On his last stage to win Didn't Didn't have to clean But whenever he hit enough Like That was a super cool feeling um, yep. to, You know For one of the people You're cheering for To, to get it done Um, but last year's AG cup, you know, Ben and Ben, Ben Gossett, Austin Bushman, (laughs) and I were all shooting together. Um, the first two days we're in the same squad and every time somebody missed a shot, like you could have cleaned the last four, you missed one shot and you're a directionless buffoon. And we just said that same thing to us, to each other every single time. And we started out on the side end day, just playing like little mini games with each other. And so we like made up our own stages and we were seeing how fast can you shoot the 510 yard TYL rack. And You know, I think it was like 11 seconds or something that we we got the five shots, you know, out in something like that. And every single time, Bushman missed the third TYL target. And then during the match, every single time he shot at the third target, he missed it. Until day three, he did not hit a single target three. He hit fours and fives, you know, the smaller it was, but he never hit the third one. So, like, we've... We've had a lot of fun with that. And I thought about making a stage named, you know, the Bushman would be like, these are all the size of, you know, target three on, on a, on a rack. Like just, you know, Kenny's going to get a zero, but you know, but been clean in that course of fire was unbelievable.
0: That, that was insane. Like to this day, probably the craziest thing that I've seen. And there's been people that have, that have cleaned an entire two day match, yep. um, being Austin, Austin, uh, Bushman like to clean day three at the ag cup at k&m which is traditionally a very hard place to shoot at least for me um just crazy and the, the way that everything else stopped and ben had 60 70 people watching him shoot one stage yeah it was and for him to just crush it
3: and he didn't even you know seem like anything was going on he was just you know shooting you know, yep. just having a, having a day. I remember like we were four stages in, maybe five and he was shooting on the tires and I'm watching him and he takes this first shot and it's slow. Second shot and it's slow. He moves positions, shot a slow, shot a slow. I'm like, he's a minute in and he has six more shots to go. He has no chance of finishing finishing this. And then he just hit another gear. And we're like, how did he know? Like that, like, <laughs> that was the moment that he had to do it. And you know, there were so many times that I was like, he's going to time out. He's not going to get them all off, but he just calm, cool, collected, and, you know, shot a lot of shots, you know, intentionally right at the buzzer. Yes.
0: And that, that is crazy. Uh, when he did that, um, I mean, another crazy, crazy one, which will lead into the question after this one, what did the AG cup do right?
3: Uh, Challenge top shooters. Uh, Okay. I, I think that's, you know, there are a lot of, lot of really really good shooters out there and it can be very difficult to separate people at at a regular two-day match it's it can be a a real challenge to figure out how to how to do that by not just putting like a separator stage out there because my my analogy is always like if you take Steph Curry and then everybody at the two-day PRS match and we have a shooting contest in basketball and you shoot 49 layups and one three-quarter court shot odds are Steph is not going to win because enough people have made 48, 49 layups, and then somebody will make that three-quarter court shot, where Steph's right. obviously going to make all the layups, you know, but he's probably not going to make the other one. So even though he is the best one, he may not win. Right. And you see some of that come out that um, it's just so difficult to, to fairly find a way to, to get guys to spread out by not just putting it into one stage here and then mm-hmm. nine stages later, you know, doing one here. That, that, that turns it a lot into the draw. And I think the AG Cup having difficult stages – throughout from from 1 through 30 is is really really cool
0: okay i just thought of another question what has been your favorite format to get to the ag cup first year was invite only second year was kind of a series and 50 people showed up and each day we had an elimination Mm -hmm. and then the last three years it's been ag cup series matches get enough points we can take up the 75 shooters.
3: Uh, I, I like how the last three years have been okay. um, to, to earn, you know, to really qualify your way in the first year. Um, you know, it was invite only. And a lot of people don't know this, but I was like the seventh or eighth alternate, you know, that oh, year. Wow. Um, and then Justin was the one after me no Ben was the one after me. And then Justin was the one after him. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, so like we weren't initially, you know, invited, but it was really cool to get right. the invite, obviously, but it, I, I do not envy them then. And I wouldn't envy someone tomorrow to have to come up with a list of, of who the top 20 are, or, you know, whatever the case may be, no matter what number it is, it'd be so hard to make. Like if it was 20, how do you decide between 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, how do you yes. like decide who that is? Cause you can make an argument for, for all of them. And if you did it you know, to 50 people, you have the same same right. problem. So I like that it's just on how, how do you perform this year at the you Cut matches. I think that makes it as fair as you can for And
0: for the redemption's cool too, that it's like is. your your score over the season, yeah, you may not have
3: Maybe you had a you know a, a stage where you just didn't see anything or you know, maybe you know, your break came loose or you know, scope went down, whatever it is, and you didn't get everything you needed you know to make it in the top 10 but you crushed it all year long you get to come back on day three like i think that's you know rewards your year worth of work right
0: and we're gonna have 15 shooters tomorrow and we'll have a squad of seven a squad of eight or however he's gonna break it down um and it's gonna be a battle tomorrow for sure to to see who walks away with that uh with that cup yep the main cup and then the belt and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, it'll be a it'll it's be a lot of fun.
3: Awesome. No matter how it goes down, it'll be fun.
0: Awesome. Well, last thing I want to talk about is you have a match coming up here shortly, correct? Yeah, I do. And uh, when, where, and what's it going to be like?
3: Um, in Leedy, Oklahoma, first week into March. Okay. Um, So last year I did all four 10th targets, every stage, 10 rounds. Every third stage was a longer range stage to spread it out, you know, so that you'd shoot one early, one mid, one late. So to try and take the draw out of it, distances were almost identical at all the stages. It was exactly 50% pro and 50% position. Um, And unfortunately the weather was atrocious. Um, And so we got, it ended up being a lot harder than what it, you know. Intended. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm strongly considering doing this year um, is doing the almost the exact same match but unlimited rounds. How would that work? I mean just like the peer skill stage where it's 400 400 400 1 2 3 3 2 1 mm-hmm. you got unlimited rounds, it's that essentially on every single stage. So if you, you know, if it takes you 25 rounds to get your 10 points, then then go for it. Um if it takes you 10 it takes you 10, but I don't think that anyone would clean it anyway. Um there there's enough difficulty to it, enough moving in some of the stages that But I think that, like, for the guys that aren't Austin Orgain because nobody's Austin Orgain, you know, like, because at a typical field match, one person gets points. That's just kind of how it works. One person gets on it, and a guy like Austin gets on it a lot. And I think this is a way that he's still going to be able to, you know, guys like him are going to be able to distance themselves by how quick he moves, how efficient he is. You know, he's not going to need to take 300 shots to get those points whatever whatever score he gets it's going to be very close to the minimum number of shots taken right but you know the mid-pack shooter is going to get to have a lot more fun you know maybe get some more usable points out of the deal right and nobody's going to go home feeling like oh man i just got my butt kicked because you're going to have a lot of fun doing it like my personally my favorite stage is the 400 400 400 like how fast can you shoot kind of a deal um and i've been throwing the idea around to several guys that are here And you know, several guys that aren't here, and everyone says, "Man, that'd be so fun." That would like,
0: I'm intimidated by your match because they are small targets. But that sounds amazing.
3: <laughs> I, I it's one of those that I would want to shoot, like yeah. And so obviously, it'd be something that I would do. Also,
0: I also want a belt buckle. So <laughs>
3: the the belt buckles are, you know, are, are pretty cool. I'm a big fan of them. They are extremely expensive. They're like three hundred and something bucks a piece. Yeah, um, they are not. They are not. Well, they're not. Exp- Wal- they're not Walmart trophies. I mean, like yeah. I, it's. They're, they're, they're very nice. Um, and, uh, I made the mistake the first year of going to fifth place. And I think Austin Oregon got fourth that year and he's like, man, that's such a cool buckle. But he's like, I can't wear a buckle that says fourth place. Not that there's anything wrong with fourth place, but that's just not how buckles typically are. It's You know, champion reserve. And, and that's pretty much it. And I was like, man, I didn't think about it that way. Um, and, uh, so this past year I did, you know, grand champion reserve and, and whatnot. I don't remember what the third one was. Um,
0: so basically, just, you went from five to three, yes. and then one per
3: one per you know, division. division category. Yeah, and um, it just reads better. Yeah. So um, it fits
0: that genre. Yes. Yeah. people understand. It. Yeah,
3: and so you, I see Bushman all the time wearing his first place buckle. Um, <laughs> I mean, Austin, the other Austin, has enough of those things in roping and right. whatever else that he doesn't. I don't see him in his very often, but real cowboy I, stuff. Yeah, but but Bushman, I get pictures from him once in a while that he's you know wearing it whether it's church or you know whatever. So right, but yeah, I, I like the buckles a lot.
0: So I'm still trying to figure out my schedule, and Oklahoma is a very long drive, <laughs> but if you're gonna do it that format i might have to i might have to make that trip
3: i mean between that and the food that my parents cook you know we do because you all,
0: guys do it on your family's yeah, family's it's, land it's, right
3: it's my parents land um it's homegrown beef my dad and my, my mom and my dad do all the cooking um and my dad, he, him and one of his guys that, that works with him, um, they wake up every hour making sure the temperature's right, you know, on the brisket for, for day one. Oh, wow. And then on day two, we do prime rib. Um, okay. And, and again, it's all my parents doing the cooking. Um, and so, I mean, if for nothing else, I can promise you we have the best match food. Um, okay. Any PRS match, and it's not close. Um you might hate the match. You might not have any fun at all, but the food will be good.
0: <laughs> the food will, you will be fed. Yeah. Cool. Um anything you want to say in closing? Any shout out to sponsors or people that are helping you get here or support or anything like that?
3: Uh, I I mean we kind of went over it early, you know, we got you know, Hawkins, obviously, is right. a big supporter of the series. Hornady is, you know, huge sponsor. I'm running their bullets all the time. It's yep. the only thing I run. You were um, running
0: A-tips today, weren't you? Yep. yep.
3: yep. Every match, I run A-tips. Um, I say that. I used ELDMs at South Dakota this year. But um, 99% of the time, I'm running yeah. an A-tip. Um, you know, John Kyle and Amy are here for Foundation. They're awesome. Taves with Impact. Um, obviously, Wade and Robin are part of Impact as well. Um, Austin, you know, he's... You know. running, running ace, um, and about to have something else really cool going. So, um, but, uh, he didn't uh,
0: say anything last night. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I think he's keeping it a little bit
3: close to the, I, I make, <laughs> the secret's not so well kept, but it's not mine to, yeah. you know, to put out there. So I'll, if he didn't say it, I won't, but, um, that, that's going to be real cool. You know, well, pay, atten-
0: pay attention to Austin and you guys will see something cool.
3: You'll, you'll see something real cool. I think he's going to have a lot of supporters.
0: Sweet. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on and spending some time with me. Um, congratulations on your on your win today. You got you. five thousand more dollars in yep. your pocket than you did at seven thirty this morning. Sure do.
3: So um, trips paid for. It's all gravy now.
0: Yeah, it's all it's all fun and games once you win that five thousand dollar check. Yep. Or win five stage wins. <laughs>
3: um, thanks for coming on. I
0: super appreciate it, and uh, good luck tomorrow. And we'll see you at the finish line tomorrow.
1: All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks,
0: bud.